Welcome to the Yoked Men's Ministry Podcast with Southern Hills Church in Las Vegas, Nevada, where we explore God's vision of manhood and masculinity as outlined in the Bible, as well as its practical application to our lives today. Hey everybody, this is James Pfeiffer coming at you from the Southern Hills Baptist Church Men's Ministry. Think back to when you were a child. What frightened you? Losing your parents? Getting hurt or embarrassed? Not having any friends? The dark? What about now? What scares you these days? Losing loved ones? Getting hurt? Sick? Losing your job? Being useless? My point here is that not much has changed, has it? We haven't changed. Sure, the object of our fears and worries have changed since childhood, but the overall fears we struggle with, loss, physical harm, embarrassment, remain. I'll never forget when I was a kid, I used to study Taekwondo. I loved it. The Karate Kid movies were my inspiration, and I got pretty good, too. Breaking boards, learning the moves, I was hooked. I had one problem, though. For a long time, I was afraid of using it. Part of it was that I didn't want to hurt anybody, but if I'm honest, I was more afraid of getting hurt myself. Let's face it, Daniel LaRusso got beat up a lot in The Karate Kid, and I didn't want to get punched in the face. So I never competed in any tournaments or contests of any kind. I only went to classes and did the test the tests to advance in the belts. My coaches and parents tried to encourage me, but I always said no. I never gave the real reason because I was embarrassed. Years went by. I had moved on from martial arts to swimming and track, and I eventually found myself in a fight I couldn't talk my way out of. And it finally happened. I got punched in the face. And you know what? It really wasn't that bad. It's not something I'd recommend doing on a regular basis, but it wasn't anything like I'd imagined. I didn't fly backwards, I didn't get knocked out or have brain damage. I got a fat lip. A fat lip. I let my fear take me off a path that could have led to a rewarding career in that sport. And I'll never know. Now, I don't regret my time in swimming and track at all. That's the path I ultimately chose, and I have so many great accomplishments and wonderful memories I'll cherish my whole life. What I do regret is my reason for not staying in martial arts. My fear. Fear isn't a good enough reason for any decision. You see, it all boils down to pain and the fact that we don't like it. Fear is simply the anticipation of that pain. We've all experienced pain and discomfort in our lives. None of us are immune. It creates wounds that scar over, and our minds are very good at remembering what caused that pain, or pain we've witnessed in others, or read about in books, seen in movies and TV shows or even pain that we've never even experienced but just imagined. That bodyguard part of the mind works overtime to keep us from pain. Whether or not that pain is something real that we've experienced, or if it's something that's totally part of our imagination. Over the next few minutes, I hope to show you that number one, we are not to be a fearful people. And number two, what you can do practically to eradicate fear from your life. Are you ready? Fear not! I heard recently in a sermon that fear not appears in the Bible 365 times, one for every day of the year. I googled this to confirm, and I did find some corroboration, but I didn't count them all myself, so I'm going to trust Google and and the pastor who said it for the time being. So 365 times, we've been commanded by the Word of God to fear not. Now make no mistake, these are commands, they're not suggestions. Take these following verses. Joshua 1.9 Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. 
for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. This is a command. Take Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. A command. Lastly, take Isaiah 41.13. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. A command. These are just three of many. A simple search through the Bible would yield. All commanding us to not be afraid. Have no fear. I do want to make two clarifications before we move on. First, when we talk about being fearless, that does not mean we'll never be scared or startled by something. We have very little control over how things initially affect us. However, we do have 100% control over how we respond and choose to move forward. So choose a way of thinking that is rational, does not lead to sin, and is rooted in a faith in God's sovereignty. That is living fearlessly. Secondly, when it comes to being fearless, does this mean we charge headlong into every situation without thinking, screaming, no fear, no fear, no fear, yeah? Of course not. That would be stupid. Not only are we to live fearlessly, but we're also to be wise. Wisdom is a very big theme in the Bible. Take Proverbs. It's an entire book of the Bible dedicated solely to the benefits of wisdom and how to get it. It's a balance. Live fearlessly, but wisely. So at this point, I've probably convinced you that God's plan for us does not include us to live in fear. But we still get scared of things. We still fall short of that, don't we? So what can we practically do in order to eradicate fear from our lives? Well, I have three suggestions. These aren't the only three, but these are the three that I like the most. The first is pretty simple. It's to accept what it is that you fear. You see, fear looms like a gigantic monster off in the distance. But the closer you get to it, the smaller it becomes, to the point where it's minuscule, and you find yourself wondering what it was that you were so afraid of. Take heights, for instance. Did you know that some people have used skydiving to deal with a fear of heights? Imagine someone who's dealt with a fear of heights, the terror that they have as they just jump out of the airplane with a parachute strapped to their back, and the joy and elation that must come over them as they land safely on the ground. I doubt heights have any problem for them going forward. Take public speaking. Did you know that some people consider public speaking a scarier proposition than death itself? To speak in front of other people? Well, how would you deal with that? Pretty simple. You practice doing it. You can join a Toastmasters club, you can go online and start meetup groups and all kinds of stuff, but the point is to practice it. The more you practice it, the less scarier it becomes. You know, in, in the context of COVID-19 and everything we're dealing with right now, maybe you or people around you are most worried about death. You know what? Nothing has changed about the human condition in the last two months. Death's always been a part of it. The point is how you deal with that, how you accept that. So how do you, how do you accept death? Well, there's a quote by Marcus Aurelius. He was the emperor of Rome between 160 and 180 AD, approximately. And he said... You could leave life right now, so let that determine what you do and say and think. So what is he saying, to think about death all the time? No. 
He's saying to accept the reality of death. And the fact that you're not guaranteed a next year, a next month, week, or even a tomorrow. Embracing that fact allows you to think about what you can do right now. What you can say right now that will matter. Embrace what it is you fear and accept it as part of reality. That's the only way you can move past it. Secondly, I would suggest rejecting perfectionism. We'll never get everything right all the time. This is something I struggle with personally. And we, we have to understand that perfectionism is an impossible standard and one that will always leave us feeling defeated and useless, which is the exact opposite attitude we should have if you think about who we are. We are children of God, the Most High God. So the key is to work as hard as you can, as if it all depends on your efforts, and then leave the outcome to God. This balance is reflected in, I feel, two seemingly contradictory verses. The first is Philippians 4, 6-7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The second is Proverbs 13:4. The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of, dil of the diligent is richly supplied. Okay, so it sounds like... If you read them together, the Philippians passage is saying, don't worry about everything, ask God for everything, and he'll take care of you. And on the other hand, the Proverbs passage is saying, well, you better work hard or you're going to get nothing. They don't contradict. They just carve out what we shouldn't be thinking about. Philippians is saying, let God know what we want and let him take care of it. Let him take care of the outcome. Proverbs is saying, we need to work hard as if it does depend on us. That's the balance. Do your best and let God handle the rest. Lastly, be others-focused. Have you ever noticed that helping someone else tends to make your worries and fears minuscule or almost eliminate them? 1 Corinthians 10.24 says, No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. Help others. You will find that your worries and your fears will become second. You will appear strong to those you're trying to help, and you will help them, even if you don't feel strong. And you will eventually become strong. Accept what it is you fear. Reject perfectionism. And be others focused. That is how you handle fear. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, would you help us out by spreading the word to other men in your life? Also, please like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more men with this content. God bless you.